naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical, and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to uh, Iggy Garcia Live. I'm Iggy Garcia. I uh, just wanted to check in today and pop in and come on the air and just share with you some of the knowledges and things that come through my head and things that I've been taught and learned. So this is a good opportunity for those of you who are learning and want to be part of uh, uh, the metaphysical, the spiritual, things unknown. Um, you know, I do a lot of work through shamanism, improving shamanism, and so... I'm here to share with you uh, some of the things that have been taught to me, and I'm going to share some of those things to you tonight. Hopefully, you can stick around a little bit and share and be with me and be part of that uh, this journey that we're going to take today. And so, a bit like we start all our shows, or majority of our shows, uh, we, we get a candle and we light it. And we give thanks to our ancestors, those who have uh, crossed over those who've been here before us those who have um, just set the path you know trail plays the path for us you know righteously or unrighteously unfortunately that kind of happens sometimes in the world that we live in things don't always go according to plan but we're here we're here today because other people made the commitment the journey or just you know the attempt to you know procreate and so here we are so I want to give thanks to those who are suffering, those who are in pain, those who are in the world right now are going through all kinds of stuff. And when I mean all kinds of stuff, I'm talking about the loss of family members, uh, the loss of, uh, you know, a child, a loss of a mother, a father. So we pray for that, and we pray for brothers and sisters and siblings we lose. And we pray for those people who are suffering from mental illness and those people who are going through different ailments, uh, through cancer, heart disease, all the things, depression, you know. All the things that affect the human spirit and the human soul because we are all we're all kind of in that boat together and we're all working through our process and so as i'm working through my process as well so for those of you who are suffering those of you who are not doing well <clears throat> we just uh ask our ancestors to guide us we ask god to guide us we ask the great spirit to guide us and to share with us the knowledge and the information which we're going to share today Oh. And we're going to light a little sage here and just bring in the, the energies, clear the space using the ceremonial sage to cleanse the space. This is um, ceremonial white sage that I have grown in my yard. Uh, last last fall last spring to fall so that'll burn throughout our show our candle will burn throughout our show in honoring and remembering the people that came before us so today I just <clears throat> I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about since I've kind of been back from my hiatus and I apologize that I kind of have a little wheezing in my throat 
just because I'm still recovering from the COVID pneumonia that I, I contracted back in January. And so I have good days and bad days and days where my, my body's doing its thing. But um, we got to keep moving forward. we got to keep plugging along. we got to keep going into that space, especially when we're, there's uncertainty in the world, when there's things going on that we don't have any control over. I mean, there's a lot of things happening right now in every corner of the world. You know, I know Ukraine is uh, is one of the things that's on a hot topic right now in in our uh, current events of things in the world. But Ukraine's not the only place where there's things happening. It's it's where the attention is, where you know energy follows intent, and that intention right now is being our intentions are being broadcasted in that space. So let us not forget about you know other people who are suffering too in the world because. It's 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 a human thing when we all when one person suffers, you know, when you know we're all suffering, we all suffer together. So it's not like we're excluded. Now every, all the events that are happening in the world right now, you know, affect everybody, especially humanity. And so humanity is one of those things that we have to really, you know, question what that means, what it means to be human, what it means to be, you know, a human being. Now, a lot of us come from religious backgrounds. A lot of us come from different belief systems. And, and you know, one of the reasons that humans are powerful in, in their in their way is because, and I said this in one show, and I think I talked this about this in one of my little mini podcasts, is that we, um, <clears throat> we have, we're tool makers. We make tools. We make weapons. We make wheels. We make hammers. We make uh, knives. We make all the things that assist us. And that's one of the things that makes the difference between us and the animals. In the animal realm which i'm going to talk about today how to connect to the animal realm how to be you know connected to mother earth and what that means and for a lot of people it's difficult to connect with human beings some people do better off connecting with animals but the thing is we are an animal you know regardless of how we look at ourselves we are uh, a species on this planet that is learning to evolve and adapt in the same way the animals in the animal kingdom have to learn and evolve and adapt also into their new environments that we create for them the environments that happen because we entrapped on it you know we're, we 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 come in there we violate and we take humans are have done great things on this planet we've done some amazing things we've done some amazing uh, feats but we also created some amazing and destructful catastrophes we've done some very heartbreaking things to the things that live on this planet and so how how do we find balance how do we find you know uh, that place for us to ground it for us to get into the into that place where we want to find peace and be able to you know channel our energy properly so today i i was um, gave a lesson with drumming today my friend Anne Marie came over and we were we were drumming I was teaching her some of the rhythms that I know and some of the ways we drum in our drum circle so she can be part of it and feel connected with it. And, you know, <clears throat> we talked about a lot of things and we talked about how one of our friends, Ray, had told her about how to get her feet into the dirt. Kind of like when people get their feet in water because she runs hot, you know, she's she burns. So... You know, he told her, you know, put your feet in the soil, get a bucket of dirt and just put your feet in it. 
you know it's just it's just a it's the most simplest thing sometimes that we forget as human beings the simplicity of things that we can do in order to help us and you know these are the things that we've forgotten over a course of time over a course of being human we we get away from the things that are that are connection to spirit connection to earth connection to the mother earth the pachimama all of us are connected to her regardless if we want to or not because you, you've heard me say this if this planet blows up we all die it doesn't matter there ain't gonna be anybody survive we become a new incarnation new existence our molecules are spread throughout the universe and we come back and we reconstitute whatever we reconstitute in but while we're here how do we how do we stay how do we stay grounded how do we stay in the energies how do we feel not disconnected from things because right now humanity is feeling disconnected from a lot of things but because we were disconnected because we're dis disconnected from the mother earth we're disconnected from sky father we're disconnected from the things that are important the things that are right in front of us the things that we take for granted every day you know the animals the sky the birds you know the raccoons the possums all the things that we see all the little things that we disconnect with the squirrel you know the mouse that's in our bedroom that runs around at night we're disconnected from all these different things we're disconnected because we we're living a human existence you have problems i have problems because we're living a human existence we're living uh an existence that has been fortified and made for us we buy into everything that we buy into because we program it into our head if someone tells you that you have to be like this or like that or you won't get this or that that's called programming that's called manipulation that's called you have to work out of your out of your caste system that you created for yourself you know we talk about you know the different the poor the rich in the middle class and stuff that we create these caste systems within our own brain of who we are and how we fit into the world and how we how we manage to navigate through the world we're only as good as we think we are we're only as good as we feel and these are the things that you know we have to work on and sometimes as human beings we get so frustrated with ourselves because we buy into a lot of the stuff that people tell us you know we buy into the feelings and the emotions and the stuff that we have to work through granted there's traumas granted there's things that that screwed us up there's things that made us the way we are and molded us but as human beings we also have the opportunity to change the thinking and think the change the programming of who we are and how we see ourselves but sometimes it's so difficult because we're too busy wanting to be hurt too busy wanting to stay stuck if you want to stay stuck you're going to stay stuck if you want to be this or that you're going to stay that because you're programming yourself you have you program yourself more detrimentally than anybody else programs you because you're the one that gets triggered i'm the one that gets triggered you're the one who gets emotional yeah i'm the one that gets emotional we're the one that take on things and beliefs listen i'm no different than anybody in this room or anybody on this live stream <clears throat> sometimes i have good days and sometimes i have bad days and i try to have the best days i can but you know what the thing is this you have to have your beliefs in regardless if nobody believes you or nobody wants to align with you it shouldn't matter the thing is that you have to have your belief systems that honor your spirit and your soul without being critical of somebody else without being 
saying, hey, well, I don't agree with that. You know, no, that's not true. You know, sometimes we have to believe in the fairy tale. Sometimes we have to believe in the things that are magical. Why? Because those are the things that pull us out. Why do we tell kids bedtime stories at night? Why do we tell kids the stories of Little Red Riding Hood or the three little pigs or all these things? Why do we make movies about cartoons? And why do we make these stories about, you know, a red-headed child, you know, who shoots an arrow or a, you know, Polynesian girl who is looking for this magical man with a magical hook and it's connected to Mother Earth? You know, why does Snow White, you know, run off into the woods? You know, because we create these stories. These are fairy tales. These are stories. These are things about us. Because they're escapes. Those were the first. These are the ways that we connect back to ourselves. By storytelling. The animals. They storytell. They share. The animals have an innate programming. That adjusts. But it also is innate. Which means they know exactly how they're supposed to be. And what they're supposed to do. You'll watch deer. Sometimes they'll walk through a housing complex just because that's where their home was. That's where the trees were. That's where the connection was. And we destroy it so we can make money. So we can make a million dollars off a house. And we destroy the trees. We destroy the lands. We reroute the water. We reroute the pollution. We reroute, you know, the sewage. So we can make a little, put a bunch of houses on a little parcel. You look here in Columbus, Ohio, everywhere they're building, everywhere, everywhere they're building something and displacing animals. And then they wonder why the deer are running around crazy, why you see the skunks and raccoons on the on, on the side of the road. Because you took someone's house. Oh, but Iggy, it's progress, and you know, and you know, this is how it always has been. No, it has not always have been that way. There was a time where man and woman were connected to the earth. They only took what they needed. They only grabbed what they needed, you know. They grew what they needed. They prepared for the winter. It was all planned right. Now, if we had a national uh, a disaster or a catastrophe, a lot of us would be screwed. A lot of us, and a lot of you may be some of you. I don't know if you could go forage. I'm not sure if you're prepared. Because when the stores are empty, what are you going to do? Well, the animal instincts of humanity come out those who have control and it's no different than what's happening right now it just becomes a different level so this is what i'm talking about the animals the animal realm has balance it has a rhythm it has a thing where it's naturally supposed to happen a certain way you know we watch these documentaries where we see lions eat these animals and we're like oh poor little that's part of nature if it wasn't if we didn't have the tools and we didn't have the the designs or the things, some of us would be in the documentary and being eaten. And we, some of us have been eaten over the course of time. But my, my point is this. The animal kingdom has its rhythms and its balance. Humanity is out of balance, okay? And I don't care what anybody tells me, we're out of balance. Okay, we're out of rhythm, we're out of balance, we're out of harmony. We wouldn't be invading other brothers and sisters in the world if we weren't not out of harmony we're out of harmony we're out of balance we're out of rhythm when we have to take something from somebody else because they did it so well and it's just easier for us to rape and pillage and take it and it's called colonizing colonialism you know it's called 
totalitarian. It's called dictatorship. It doesn't matter if you're the U.S. It doesn't matter if you're Russia. You know, our country did it too. We came in here and we ransacked the West. Manifest destiny. You know, we went through there. Oh, take it all, man. Take as much as you can. Which belonged to Mexico. It didn't belong to us. But that's how what happens. Oh, but that was a long time ago. See, that was history. No, history repeats itself, man. If you can't if you can't learn from history, humans, because you don't see animals doing that. When you take an animal out of its environment and you destroy it, the ecosystem collapses. A lot of you have heard of these stories of when they kill the wolves, and the whole ecosystem collapses. There's too many buck, too many deer, too many caribou, and it eats the vegetation. There's a balance, there's a rhythm, there's a harmony. And when wolves are reinserted back into the their natural order of things, the plants, the trees, the waterways, everything grows back because there's a rhythm, there's a balance. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That's This is what I'm talking about, about humanity. The world's out of rhythm. We're, we're worried about, you know, climate change and, and climate weather. And rightfully we should because it's going to affect us not going to really affect the planet the animals will adjust because that's what they do the only persons who get screwed is us you know <clears throat> so when we're out of balance and we raise the temperatures of the planet gets hotter what happens well the planet recalibrates the planet the planet says well you know what you had your turn see you later goodbye you know because that's how it works that's why there was an ice age that lasted so long. This, that's why when the ice was, the ice age came, it was two miles high. And that's why we have glaciers. That's why we have all these things. And eventually, over millions of years, that all melted away. But, you know, I'm talking millions of years. So humanity is on a crash course to really destroy itself. Not necessarily the planet, because the planet will be okay. Mother Earth, Bachi Mama will be fine. But you, my brother and sister, and me and myself, no we're going to be the ones that pay the price because we didn't take care of her because we're out of balance we're out of rhythm with her you know the animals eat what they need to eat the animals take what they need to take in the sense and they know the squirrels gather nuts and then they bury some and then some of them grow and some of them end up creating new trees and new forests because they forget where they buried them but then there's some that just take it and they eat them and they're ready for winter you know you watch the animals you watch them all they have a pattern a spiral rhythm to what they do they have a divine purpose in what they do they don't just do it and they don't wait and procrastinate And the ones that if they do probably don't make it to the next season but most animals they create their nests you watch here when the animal birds came back they're already building their nest they're preparing for the next generation they have foresight and planning. And this is why they've been around so long. Does, does humanity have that? No, we just hope that the trades and the and the systems don't break down so we can buy our Pop-Tarts, you know, and our Captain Crunches, you know, and have milk that comes from a cow that we don't milk anymore because someone's milking it for us. When all those systems break down, what do you do? What does humanity do? Hopefully humanity can adjust. 
because when they're talking about bombing and nuclear weapons and stuff and they're going to the worst thing that could happen is that we disappear or that might even be the best thing who knows for this planet someone agree with me that the the best thing would be for us to leave and be gone no longer be erased from the history books because who's going to tell the story once we're all gone right except for the survivors and they're trying to survive but the animals they have a way of just knowing they have a internal clock biological clock they just know and animals know good people animal knows when people are good when humans are good to them animals know this your cat your dog it's kind of like when your your dog doesn't like somebody they act a certain way because they can smell the pheromones they can smell the fear and it could be you know a misdiagnosis of the pheromones coming through because someone's scared of dogs for me i, I don't necessarily like dogs i didn't because i had situations with dogs that attacked me when i was younger i look like i like animals i didn't necessarily don't dislike them but i'm very cautious about them i don't just jump in there and put my hand and i always wait to see if it bites somebody else first no i'm just joking <laughs> i thought i'd throw that in. little joke you know but you know you have to like just be cautious, just be mindful and so what i'm here to talk to you about a little bit is about how we can explore and be integrated and how we can step into the animal realm without being a disturbance because there are pockets all over the world and there's millions billions of pockets all over the world where life is happening has happened for a very very long time okay where there has no been no human interaction whatsoever at all the rainforest is a good example but now we're chopping the rainforest down there's a lot of interactions there that have been destroyed that you will never regain back there are forests here in the united states that have been chopped down and you never regain back you know there are animals who hunt you know there are birds that hunt and they'll catch embers of fire and drop them so they can create fire so they can eat the vermin out animals are smart animals are smart look it up you know if if you want to if you want to make sure that i want to tell you is true look it up look it up you know just google it or yahoo it or whatever but animals are really smart they're intelligent and we don't give them enough credit you know we don't give them enough credit but yet indigenous people for many eons emulated emulated the animal kingdom they respected the animal kingdom they learned from the animal kingdom all these people learned something from the animal kingdom because the animal kingdom has a lot to teach us about survival about weather changes about ourselves about how creatures you know look you know like for example the females in in certain species of animals look very plain and dull because they have to camouflage they have to hide so other animals won't eat them the males they look the beautiful you know they're pimped up you know peacocks or whatever because they're trying to gain a mate and they're trying to survive over the fittest you know keep that generation that pool going so how do you get connected with the animal kingdom without you know without disrupting it first of all when we walk into nature we have to 
know that it's a sacred place that it's, there's a sacredness to walking into the woods in leaving an offering leaving you know something when, you, when we walk in we, we just walk we just plow in sometimes and we just walk because our tax dollars paid for it and our tax dollars put the sidewalk and the road in it so this is my park yeah for about two hours maybe you know but it belongs to the animals the park the rivers the oceans everything it actually belongs to the animals it don't belong to you you just kind of hijacked it and put your little roads in there and your houses in there but this plant doesn't belong to humans this plant belongs to the animals it belongs to the animal kingdom we're uninvited guests who have become a virus to this planet milking it draining it taking it you know raping it and even your best intentions you know with batteries and solars and stuff affect the planet too our cell phones you know getting batteries for our cell phones there's a lot of mining that goes on a lot of land stripping but Iggy we have to have progress and we have to I'm not against progress man I'm about you know let's respect the planet and the animals you don't see them digging for batteries you don't see them digging for precious metals and golds but throughout history man and women have dug for gold and diamonds and silver and copper and bronze and and all the things because we created a system that we feel that that means that that obtains us wealth animal doesn't really create wealth animals don't do that so if you want to get into nature and be with the animals first you have to acknowledge the mother earth the planet you have to thank god for this opportunity to be able to walk into the earth planet so we give our offering we do what's appropriate and then we move into the space now the thing is to be invisible to be quiet and silent and not be seen and act like you're part of nature not disruptive and crazy and loud this is if you want to connect with nature I'm just saying if you want to learn what the animals do you let them do what they do naturally I've been in the park with my friends and we watched you know the egrets we watched uh, uh, a gray heron die from a tree and grab a fish you know we watched them fight we watched them court each other we watched them battle you know the gray herons so there's all these things is to be invisible and to be nonsense you know not to be seen but that's so hard because we're chattery we're talkative sometimes when I'm walking I don't say a lot it's because I'm trying to be invisible I'm trying to be stealth not deceptive I'm just trying to be quiet and respectful it's like walking to somebody's living room right then what I do is make sure that I'm not wearing any perfumes or any colognes or any body or because I also want my pheromones to play out the animals have the right to know that I'm there the right the animals know they can smell so they can keep their distance and they can also warn you if you're too close there's a lot of smells and scents that smell like nature and sometimes like it gets confusing and people run into animals all the time like this this musk this this forest must smells good and then you know you smell like a pine tree you come around the corner and there's a big ass moose oh, looking at you 
and you're looking at him going, and moose will attack you. They don't wait. Doesn't wait. Deer attack too if they get frightened and scared. So these are the things that we're, what we're doing. Once you find this place, you have to find a place to um, in several. You can have several places to interact and to and to observe the animal realm, and then find yourself and get into that rhythm by being quiet, by being silent, not wearing any smelly colognes or perfumes, and then find a spot to sit and watch and observe and be in that energy you can actually get into a state of mind where you can actually become and merge with the animal how do you do that Iggy first you have to believe that you can if you don't believe that you can merge with an animal and fly with them and be part of them it's never gonna happen oh that's impossible as soon as you say that's impossible you're right it is impossible for you you have to have creativity imagination you have to believe some of the greatest art pieces in work you know are created because somebody had the imagination in the will to step into something that somebody else wasn't able wasn't wanting to do so to tell somebody that they can't merge with an animal and see through their eyes and feel what they're feeling and you know what you can guess what they're feeling it doesn't have to be exact and correct you see this bird flying you close your eyes and you become like the bird and you flow like the bird it dips into the water it dips up you watch its patterns first you watch what it does and then you do and then you immolate and you become like that and then you become one with the animal because the illusion is that we're separate but we're not we're all part of the earth we're all part of this magical you know soup that we sometimes we can't explain and science can't explain it but your heart knows your spirit knows your spirit knows that something is happening and you're like whoa what was that did you feel that oh my god you know there's just a lot of things that we can't explain that happens and when we try to explain it to our lay friends people who don't necessarily do what you do and learn try to learn what they learn they don't get it they don't get it because they're they're too programmed in the in the other kind of thinking but yet they'll go to a movie and they'll watch the matrix they'll watch superman spider-man batman they'll fantasize and they'll create an imaginary life and i'm talking about creating it really in the real world you know there's a story about lamborghini i don't know if you know this story lamborghini was actually uh, farm equipment they made tractors so Lamborghini went to Ferrari the owner of Lamborghini that's his name Lamborghini and he goes hey I got this great idea and it make your car faster and better and quicker and faster you know whatever the story about the how what he was going to share and Ferrari says nah we're good see ya then Lamborghini if you know about sports cars decided that he was going to do it and the rest is history the rest is history now you have Ferrari you have Lamborghini Lamborghini came out because of a rejection a rejection because someone didn't believe in his dream and his feeling his ideas because the other people didn't have the foresight to see and this is how the world works this is how it all works my friends if you have a great idea if you share it 
or you attempt to share it and nobody believes and nobody believes in it, then just do it. And if it doesn't work, then retool it. And you find, I'm sure Lamborghini had a lot of things to work through before he decided, before he made it work. You know? The other story, you know this story, Henry Ford. They took him to court because he was illiterate. Because he couldn't read and write, supposedly. I don't know if that's a whole true story, but the point was, when they asked him that he wanted to invent the V8 engine, they thought he was crazy. But Henry Ford hired smarter people than himself to help create it. None of these things that happen in the world, and I'm kind of getting off track here, doesn't happen because you are the smartest being, but you were the smartest being in that moment to create the idea. And no one can steal your idea unless you give it to them, unless you talk about it. So there are a lot of you who have all these great ideas, you know, and all these things that you want to do. You know, history can tell you how many ideas have been stolen. You have had ideas that have been stolen, or you've had ideas that, that you shared, but you projected it out to the universe, and you turn on TV and go, Well, oh, that's my, that's what's my idea. I wanted to do that. I wanted to make that toilet plunger thing. You didn't do it because you didn't know how to navigate and resource the energy to get you to that place. But it happens all the time. The animals don't have to worry about stuff like that. Humans are creative, imaginative. So my point is we have to learn how to live with nature. Now, I believe there is an overpass in Canada to the U.S. where they're in collaboration with nature because they created it, this freeway in where the natural forests live. But they created like this road above like bridge. It's a pretty significant big bridge. So the animals will go across. And they can get to the other side without getting hit by the cars and stuff. And as soon as they opened it up, the animals used it. Because innately, the animals knew that their path was that way. And man also, in that moment, was in connection and collaboration with the natural environment. So it can be done. If they can build a bridge where the animals can cross so they don't get hurt... We can also do it with other things, but we don't choose to do that because it costs us more money. It costs us investment for a lot of people who don't want to spend it because they're all they're looking at is the shareholders to be happy and all these different things. So for us to be in alignment with nature, we can do it when we want to do it, but we don't choose to do it sometimes. Now, the animals, you know, they have they have their things, too. You know, animals do what they're supposed to do naturally. And sometimes we interfere. We interfere with animals, too, when we see them doing things that we don't like. Sometimes, you know, you, you have to let nature take its course. And sometimes there are other animals that will eat and prey on other animals. As much as, as much as it's painful to watch, we have to sometimes say, well, that's the natural course of nature. And you know what happens. Now, I'm not talking about your pets and stuff, because that's a whole different, different scenario, except when your dog or your cat gets taken by a coyote, which happens a lot to people more than you think. So watch your pets. But nature is one of those things that we have to 
remember is that we are we are looking for to be in balance with it and sometimes when we're not in balance with it it affects everything and like i said earlier in the beginning of the show the whole planet the whole thing we're out of balance because we're not in rhythm with mother nature you know the thing is when you're observing the animal kingdom from your perch it's so it, you have to be respectful and have common sense and safety because these animals will react and respond to you they know you're already there and even when as stealthy as quiet as invisible as you think you are they already know you're there you know they know and they're inviting you to their space and so that's that's one of the beautiful things about being in nature is it takes us back to the primal versions of ourselves the primal instinctive part of ourselves that we don't get at home that we don't get at our job that we don't get driving our cars that we don't get even riding our bikes you know so that's what happens when we go out to nature we become one with nature that's why you always feel better when you come out of nature and you come out of watching the animals and when you have these aha moments when you see you know birds or you see a deer or you see a skunk or you see a possum you know whatever happens whatever you run into it's because it's our reconnection and it's our birthright to be one with mother nature because we used to live like that we used to understand what the skunk did we, the, the animals gave us messages they gave us uh insight to when things are going to change when things are going to move when bad weather was going to come you know when the seasons were going to change now we rely on calendars we rely on blah 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 but the animals are our partners but not so much anymore especially here in the western side of the world the animals aren't really necessarily our partners like they used to be because we just lost touch with it so how how do you how do you get in into this rhythm first of all you make time for yourself to get in balance because if you're in balance you create piece of harmony in that moment which which radiates out and when that radiates out other people feel it because when you when you first go to the park you're a little hesitant but when you're leaving the park everybody's like hi bye see everybody's everybody's like the energy is like more heightened you know it was like oh see you later okay it's nice beautiful today you know but you know when you get out of your car the first thing most people don't say too much when they first get out of their car because they're still kind of in that mode still in the world mode but as soon as you start leaving and you see other people who've been in the park for a while, everybody's energy is different. Everybody's energy is like, you know, like little kid almost. But the thing is to understand that Mother Nature is always trying to talk to us. Mother Nature is always trying to send us stories. Mother Nature is always trying to tell us what we need to work on, you know, what we have to work on ourselves. Now, are we going to listen? That's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different story. Are you open to the possibilities in the things to happen a certain way sure and you know sometimes the visualization of being in nature is very powerful it's like a meditation bit a a bit a different type of meditation it's almost like becoming one with the forest becoming one with the woods becoming one with the animals how do you become one with the animals act like a tree pretend like you're a tree pretend like your arms and your fingers are like leaves 
and when the wind blows, you move your fingers, you move your arms, and you sway. And then you get reconnected. You know, that's these are little simple techniques, little things you can do. You know, sometimes just take in the energy too, just feel it and encapsulate you, and wrap around you, because you'll feel it. There's no reason why we shouldn't do these things on a regular basis because it will help us it will help our mental state it will help our spiritual state it will help our heart our feelings and emotion about ourselves but sometimes we get wrapped up in these stories and the stories just keep getting wrapped up and wrapped up and wrapped up now in nature the biggest thing is not to and I'm a really firm believer of this that nature needs to fend for itself at some points it can, at some points it can't, because just the circumstances. But I believe sometimes animals need to forge forage for themselves. You know, I know that we feed the ducks and we give them the... There's a reason why they put that sign there, don't feed the ducks. Don't feed the bears. You know, don't feed the bobcat. Because, we number one, we, want, we don't want to domesticate them. We want them to be as natural in their environment as possible. And sometimes we interfere because we're collectors. We like to collect. And we like to we like to take pictures and we like to show that we're good Samaritans. Oh, I fed the ducks today. I fed the geese. You know, I, I fed the little raccoon today. You know, I fed the squirrel. And unless the animal's distressed and hurt, that's a whole different story. But sometimes I think when we interfere in that capacity... We don't help the situation. You know. We're, they're not humans. There are humans who need help. And they need food. That's because humans are just like that. Because we have lack mentality. Squirrels don't live with lack mentality. Ducks don't live with lack mentality. The herons don't live with lack mentality. The fish don't live with lack mentality. The fish is not waiting for you to fish, fish feed him. Except for my goldfish that's in my tank. Because it can't do anything other than just wait for Iggy to feed it. But in nature, it's about connection. It's about restoring trust with each other. Restoring that trust between human and the animal kingdom. The animal realms. You know, for a lot of animals, we're food. But we don't see ourselves that way. For a lot of animals, we're, we're predators. But we don't see ourselves like that sometimes. For a lot of animals, we're a threat. And they will fight us. So you must honor and respect and give it its space as well. If a deer comes up to you, you just better just leave the deer be. Because it's honoring and respecting its space. You know, this is just my belief. You can do what you want. The animals are still wild. They're still working from instinct. It only takes one moment, one startle, one smell, one movement to trigger an animal into flight, fleet, and defend mode. So be careful. It doesn't matter. Honor and respect. When you're called into counsel with the animal, that's one thing. Bow, respect, and honor. So with that is connecting to the realms of the animal.
being invisible, being kind, understanding that you're a guest, understanding that you leave an offering before you step into the sacredness of Mother Earth, one of her special imaginary places where you can create a new world for yourself. You're part of something. So my friends, this is the things that I wanted to share with you today about just knowing that if we want to be one with everything that's in nature, we have to honor and respect that we are observers of nature, that we are actually not necessarily part of nature, we're in nature, that their life is their, it's their domain, it's their home, it's not your home. We are a guest invited to observe and to be part of and to keep, you know, uh, keep sacred space for them, honor them, and respect them. So that's basically all I have tonight to share with you, just to be, to be mindful of the animals in the animal realm and what it means to be connected to the animals and what they bring to our lives. Because they can bring a lot of joy to us. Get a squirrel eating your roof up and, and living inside your attic. That may not bring a lot of joy to you. But remember, they adapt, they adjust. They would rather live in your roof. In, in the crawl space of your roof. Than being freezing outside. In a tree made with a bunch of leaves and papers and stuff. They're not dumb. They're smart. They get it. So with that, my friends, I want to say thank you very much for those of you who want to visit me and catch up with me. Visit IggyGarcia.com, SerenitySaltSpa.com. I'm there as well, just about every day. So guys, I want to just say thank you for the opportunity for me to share. And I will see you guys next time on the show. Uh, we have a drum circle, hopefully this Saturday at Schiller Park at 3 p.m depending on how the weather holds up. Hopefully you can make it. But, you know, one of the biggest things is, you know, just be mindful that we are we are guests when we walk into the woods, when we walk into the forest. So, it's good to be here. What is above is below. And with that, I want to say aho. And I want to thank everybody for all your prayers and love throughout my healing and throughout my journey, getting back on my feet. I'm getting closer to 100%, and I want to thank everybody for being mindful and patient with me, because I know that I can be uh, difficult when I'm not feeling well, but it's just one of the things right now that I'm just going through, and, and it's tough sometimes. It's tough when you're trying to recapture and heal the pieces and parts of you that aren't well, but each day I get stronger, each day I get better, each day I have trust and faith in God, I have trust and faith in the universe, I have trust and faith in, you know, all the good things that are yet to come. And I'm very grateful and thankful for all the people and all the people who prayed, all the people who supported my family and were part of my life. And I'm also grateful for those who are no longer with us and those who passed away, those of who brought joy to my life who will no longer be with us only in memory, spirit, and heart, and soul. And we can carry their message in that capacity. So go out and make sure when you step out in the world 
observe, be the observer of nature. Because you'll be surprised what you see. You'll be surprised what you are into. You'll be delighted that you were quiet and silent versus acting crazy when you see, you know, because sometimes in our silence, there's more profound appreciation. And then our heart and our spirit, then we can share later what we saw, what we experienced. And I know a lot of you guys have experienced some amazing things because you've told me some amazing stories about your interactions with nature and the animal kingdom. And there's more to come, especially now that we move into the spring and the warmer weathers. We're all congregating. We're all coming into our balance and our rhythm as best we can. So with that, just remember that it's good to be here. And I will see you guys next time on the next show. Be well, take care, and I'll see you guys on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and everywhere. There's free social media. You will hear my podcast. All right, take care, guys. Have a good night. Peace and love. I'll see you soon.